Welcome to the WRSU Crew, the revolutionary show to hear all things sports, from your very own Rutgers Athletics to the hot topics in all professional and collegiate sports from around the globe. Coming to you from your own Rutgers students. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with the crew. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WRSU Tuesday Crew. I'm Eddie Kalegi. Got our whole crew here for Tuesday action. Brett Hahn, Ellis Gordon, Amir Lighty, and Alex Carbonati. A lot to talk about today, and we've got a special guest coming at 6.30. Paul Mulcahy of the Rutgers men's basketball team will be joining us to talk about the team. Of course, three consecutive wins against ranked opponents, most recently on the road Saturday against Wisconsin. And then uh, they got a big game coming up at home tomorrow night, blackout game against Illinois. So we'll talk to Paul Mulcahy about that at the bottom of the hour. But of course, we've got to start where probably every show this week is starting with Super Bowl 56. The the Rams got the job done over the Cincinnati Bengals. Cooper Cup with a clutch late touchdown, getting the victory 23-20 to in what was a fun game. Joe Burrow just pressured a little too much. Aaron Donald if that was his final game, you know, he really went out on top and made the big play at the end. I'll swing it over to Brett first. Uh, Brett, I mean, an awesome game overall. What do you make of this Rams victory going forwards? Yeah, you know, I, Odell came out firing. Um, you know, a couple of my a couple of my buddies were saying that he was well on his way to winning a Super Bowl MVP award. Um, and I think you said forty though. I, I feel like that's something. He could have probably done at his current pace. I mean, he had 52 yards receiving on only three receptions before he went out with injury. But the Rams, you know, they, they played really well on both sides of the ball. Aaron Donald at the end of the game there with a crucial fourth down stop to prevent the first down. On, I believe it was a fourth and three. And, you know, they, they were a team built to win now, so I'm glad they were able to do it because – there's a lot of you know there, there's some rumors that McVay might go now there's some rumors that Aaron Donald might retire so it's good that they got their uh got their uh their Super Bowl title in the most crucial stage of their team's uh championship development I mean I don't think Sean McVay is going anywhere but Sean McVay better so not either. go anywhere when the guy's 36 years old the youngest ever coach to win his Super Bowl how does that guy leave after that? I mean, okay, Aaron Donald, I can see he's been around the block for a while, long-time Ram, finally got that ring. He's a little bit, you know, you know, too experienced to a certain extent. He's been around for a long time. I can see him maybe retiring with these reports coming out. Sean McVay just makes no sense. I mean, come on. But, anyway, it was a phenomenal game regardless. And my good friend Amir doubted me because I said the uh, the over-under was 48-and-a-half. I said, take the under, and now who was right? I whoa, said, whoa, I whoa. said take the under on Add the 48-and-a-half. Hold on. Yes, that's right. That, that's and I, right. Did, I did side with you, Alex, now. on that. Uh, on so. over-under. No, it I was, thought he said 40, not it was 48. 48 and a half. That was, yeah. 48 was and, a half and a half was the over-under. So I took near. the under. I got it right. And I also said it'd be within one field goal. It was a three-point game, 43 in total. I said that, too. I said field goal, too. Who said you thought, who do you think would win, though? I said Cincinnati. All right, well. That's fair. But, Ellis, <laughs> Ellis, <laughs> regardless. Is this a bet with yeah, sure. We right. said since he wasn't winning. I thought since he was going to win. Does it to Latino now? Wasn't that the bet? No, that's the Bulls. That, oh, that, right. No, 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 no
Did we? I think for Did the we Bengals. Well, you know, we Bengals uh, Rams. It don't matter. We'll we'll wait for the Bulls. I like the Bulls one. No, the big one. And again, if it happens, I want to see your good friend Gio Baker there as well. Hey, we might get him in the studio very soon. I've been talking to a couple people. Been talking to him lately. We might get a little surprise guest coming up soon. But I mean, just a big weekend overall. Oh, the Bengals. I, I feel so bad for the Bengals because that was a phenomenal game. They were down by three at the half. They came back. I tell you, that no call was, was, that, that, was incredible. That was a P.I. I agree with offensive that, pass interference. The most late yes. no. offensive oh. P.I. And oh, I, right. I just, I just want to say, too, I, I told people, I said, don't sleep on T. Higgins today. No, T. Don't. Higgins no, you're is a right. very good player. He is. I know Tyler Boyd was going to have a – I knew he wasn't going to have a crazy game, but I knew that Joe Burrow was going to want to fling it oh, early sure. because they know Aaron Donald, Von Miller, everyone's going to be after him. But I, I I knew that, you know, you know, that T. Higgins is really slept on. So yeah, you're right. I, and, you're I was right. Thinking, and I was thinking, you know, T might For be For a second-round pick, too. Right. And, you know, T. Higgins might be the one that's going to score today over maybe, you know, Jamar and um, Tyler. But, obviously, I my heart didn't take Jamar Chase, and I took him as Jamar. I took – I had, like, ten bets, and, like, I think, like, three hit, but, like, I had like a lot of, but most of the money I had like Jamar Chase scoring, and of course he didn't. I score. want to keep in mind this is a guy who bet on the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that the was... Indianapolis Colts who listen, who were playing the Baltimore Ravens. Listen. Hold on, hold on a minute. Let okay. me explain it uh-huh, first. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Week four of the season this past year, mm-hmm. Colts were one and three. Baltimore was two and two, something like that. Two hours, literally two hours. Before the game, before we knew anything that was going to happen that Monday night of football, he takes the Colts over the Ravens. It was a whole parlay thing. He hit everything except for the winner of the game. The Colts were up twenty-two to three. Granted, but you, 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 who takes the Colts? Two hours before a game against the Baltimore Ravens, where they ended up blowing the lead they and losing the game. Up. Okay, but did you see how far they? Listen, we always argue about this, and I we don't always care. say, and listen, listen, the Colts, two hours. The Colts were up. The Colts were up so and like, they, they were blew playing it. brilliant. The and same then, I don't team know why, that I, lost to Jacksonville in the final game eight. of the year by 15 points. Okay, okay, to be fair, I didn't know about. I was yeah. gonna know about that. The last before, game, it was no, like week three. No, I before know. Before the Jags game, I mean, when they beat New England, a lot of us thought they were suddenly one of the favorites in the AFC because of how this, compact yeah, the AFC This was yeah. week four, though. This was week four when they were one and three. Baltimore was two and two. Fair enough. It was time. Yeah, but that's. Listen, every time I see teams that are one and three and then like two and two like that, I think they're even because say the Colts didn't win, now they both got the same record. So technically, they're really, I think, let's be honest here. Who are you taking, Lamar Jackson or Carson Wentz? Okay. Come on. Okay. Lamar, listen, listen, listen. quarterback wise, I'm taking Carson. I'm taking Carson quarterback wise because I agree with that. Lamar, I love oh, Lamar Jackson Lamar? so much. No, no, I love Lamar I Jackson agree so with much. Lamar's overall, but Lamar, but Carson Wentz is definitely will is definitely more accurate than Lamar Jackson. Can throw with Carson can Wentz's throw contract, better. You would take Lamar Jackson over Carson Wentz? Yes, definitely. Yes. Did you not see what he did in the regular season? His Listen. team's about to cut him. You realize that, right? Because of his contract, he might just get cut and then signed again to a lower contract. So Carson Wentz is a way honestly at quarterback wise, just like how I argue that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback wise than Tom Brady. Player wise. But, but Tom Brady is the GOAT. Oh sure, sure. So I'm saying quarterback wise, Wentz is better than Lamar Jackson. I don't know about with that throwing. because look but okay, Lamar okay. is good. Lamar His throwing is great. Ain't half bad. It's not bad. His it's got not better. It's got def- better, much, for sure. much better. For and sure this year definitely better. proved that. For sure got much better. But Lamar obviously is the type of quarterback who will is just better at getting getting out of trouble. He's mobile. He's very he's mobile. mobile. He's Michael Vick. 
He's very no, mobile. Fair. He that's can fair. move. So, obviously, we all need that at quarterbacks. You need to be able to move in a pocket. If you don't see anything, you should be able to run. That's and fair. he's the best at it. But sometimes, just like Carson Wentz tries to play a hero, you know, he moves. They both, they're both they both very mobile. They both can move in the pocket. I've seen Carson freaking ducking over people and throwing it 40 yards. I've seen Lamar ducking and, and juking and then bombing to Hollywood. That's fair. But just I just think, you know, quarterback-wise – Carson Wentz is just it's just better than Lamar. Like if you look at it too, if Lamar was that much better, and and you know like I like like I, let me reiterate, I love Lamar Jackson. I do not hate on him. I follow him on socials. I I root for him. But if Lamar was that great, he should have been at least in the AFC Championship. I know. That, that's fair. I think Tyler Huntley outplayed him. To be honest, I, okay, that's fair. At not the same Bowl, time. Injury or not, uh-huh. Carson Wentz has not been able to get to an NFC Championship. Injury or not. Injury or not, you don't think you don't think he would have went to the NFC Championship that I, year, twenty seventeen. I think he would have. Yeah, I think he would have. Yeah, but but uh-huh. when you look at the record and everything that has turned out to take place, Carson right. Wentz hasn't been there either. Because it's not his fault. I that understand Eagles, that. It's not 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 just because of his not just because of his injuries. The Eagles and my great lovely team of the Philadelphia Eagles and the great terrible GM of Howie Roseman doesn't know how to freaking draft wide receivers Jalen and being Rieger. able to get Jalen, Jalen Rieger Rieger <laughs> over Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. <laughs> Matter of fact, but that's not Nelson his fault. Aguilar. Look at look at look at the year. Yeah, <laughs> Nelson. Hey, hey. Oh, no compared li- I, I, compared, compared to Rieger and no lie though, Aguilar uh, did have a good on. game in you the Super Bowl. That he did kind of clutch. He's been kind of better he was over kinda, the years. He was kind of clutch in the uh, Super Bowl. I'm not gonna lie. He was. The Eagles, but, he was atrocious. But, but, with but the listen to me real quick. But after that year, and then uh-huh. Carson came back. Right, right. Bro, he brought a practice squad team to the freaking playoffs. I agree playoffs. with that. No, I agree with that. He brought a practice squad team. You know, Ajayi was hurt when he was still That's a fair. great running back. That's fair. Alshon Jeffrey was was hurt majority of the year. Greg Ward was the main guy. Yeah, Greg Ward was the main guy. They brought in Jordan. Matthews again. That's fair. That's like, fair. you know, no, Carson okay. Wentz is able to bring you that clutch moment. And it's sad that, you know, this year they did lose to the Jaguars. But other but like other two, the Jaguar the Colts, even before Wentz, has not been in the Jaguars in Jacksonville since like twenty fifteen or something. Which is just mm. insane. Mm. I mean but I want to. I want to. You mentioned the Eagles, and I know me and Amir are Eagles fans. One of the things I liked most in the Super Bowl was seeing the Rams try the Philly special and fail. Yeah, yes. yep. that is yep. Doug Peterson's <laughs> thing. Listen, I'm telling you, everyone's been copying us since that Super Bowl. Boy, I saw that. So, well, look, look, look. They're calling well, it what, the Joe LA Mixon, Rams special. The LA special. Well, Joe Mixon had the Cincinnati skyline chili play with the touchdown yeah, pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. That, that was, was pretty everyone, good. I love that, but it's not the same play. Everyone copying us. Everyone don't know it. I love the. The only team that's sort of been able to mimic it, and it was pretty much the same play design, but it was for a two-point conversion, was the Jets with Mike White earlier in the season. Oh yes. Against Jesus. the Bengals. Play of the year. Jesus. First the yeah, Super Bowl runner-ups. Runner first the Super Bowl runner-ups. Let's remember that. That the Bengals couldn't beat a freaking the Ram back of the quarterback. Brett. No, but they couldn't beat Mike White. Couldn't. <laughs> and he was the freaking leading and passing your state. Brett saying the same thing last week. The Rams couldn't beat him either. The Jets? The Jets, no. yeah. We, we, we beat them both in the regular season. That's right. Oh, my the God. The Jets beat them both did. in the regular season. Yes. No, not me. Not you. Not near Brett. the Jets, Brett. Y'all Brett. did. Thank y'all. you. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> but, y'all, my team, but y'all can't beat no one. My team was had a horrific ending 
in the postseason and couldn't put up a touchdown, and the special teams killed us the entire t- way. Green Bay. Green, Green Bay. Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, no, that killed me too. Trust me, I'm an Aaron Rodgers fiend, oh, so please. I wanted Aaron fire Rodgers. Fire Matt so. LaFleur. Fire yeah, no, Matt fire, LaFleur. Fire I've been him. saying that since last year. I, fire the guy. I've been Aaron saying Rodgers that since last year. not the problem. I don't care what any Aaron of you Rogers say. Aaron Rodgers has never been Aaron the Rodgers will never be the problem. I agree. Why, oh my wow, God. wow, Steve and finally agree. We're agreeing. Wow. But right now, it's 20 minutes later, 20 minutes later, we're about to be, no, not even five minutes later, we're probably going to about something. He's probably right. He's probably what, right. What, however da- you Dak feel Prescott's about overrated. However you feel thing. about Matt LaFleur, though. I'm fine with that. Okay, all right. <laughs> we got that one. <laughs> however you feel about Matt LaFleur, though, I mean, I know it's special teams coach, but now you have literally the goat of special teams coaches who was a head coach in the NFL for a playoff team this year, Rich Visaccia, on the staff of the I don't Green Bay care Packers. who it is. Matt, 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 Matt LaFleur can win me 35-plus regular season games all he wants. Yeah, if he can't win an NFC championship or even get there based off special teams, Teams, I'm sorry. I don't care who you have. It's been the same problem for three years. Right. Uh, really, the, the the same issue after that 2010 team has been the front office not supporting Aaron. It's been just Aaron ha- having to do everything, carry the team on his shoulders and his back without either A, defensive support, or B, behind D- Devontae Adams, a strong second wide receiver. It's always been that same narrative for the past 10, 11 seasons. This one here came into play with the special teams. And also, Aaron as a whole having to carry and carry and carry again to get them to that one seed to where they were at. Aaron Rodgers has put everything hard, shoulder, lining. He's put his life on the Green Bay Packers franchise. The franchise, the front office, has not respected him the same way, and it's heartbreaking. That's fair. I I just... I, and I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback. Yes, he he's phenomenal. Sensational, and I'm glad that he did get the MVP. I mean, you can debate all you he's want about He's got four MVPs, which is incredible. Yeah, yeah. He just needs more Super Bowls, man. I've all, been so, we, we've all been saying that. Again, just, the Packers but front he's not office. Good in the playoffs, every, not, he's not a very the, playoff, that, that was what I was going to say. I mean, he's not bad, Listen, but he's not great in the playoffs. Whoa, you, you need whoa, to score more than 10 points whoa, in a playoff game. I don't care who the defense is. I don't care about the snow. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on, Ellis, you think it's Aaron Rodgers' fault that he's not good in the playoffs? I mean, I think it's a combination of things. Aaron Rodgers certainly isn't willing his team to win. Are you kidding me? Aaron, I, ju- I just went on a rant saying I'm Aaron Rodgers has a, been carrying the yeah, team for 10-plus seasons. But not really? Really? Yeah. Whose fault is that? Really? Mike McCarthy that's folded in the first round Let because me of Dak you. Prescott running the ball? Or is it Ellis. or is it because you know Matt LaFleur is the worst freaking play caller coach I've ever oh seen in my, my life in the playoffs? Don't get me started with the play calls. Don't get me started with Who's, the play calls. So where did Aaron Rodgers a field goal with under two minutes to go down by seven? Brady. Okay, that was in my first one, but ten. I'm talk, let's talk about this game specifically. Aaron Rodgers. That was a lot of the game was on him. First I agree. Off, I agree his, with that. First off, him only hyper targeting Devonte Adams doesn't help him all the time because who else is he going to throw to? For example, on that play where he just chucked up a shot to Devonte Adams, Lazard was wide open, and if he decided because Aaron Rodgers will hyper target a teammate, but uh-huh. like, he had Lazard. He has like look at I, you're going to hate this, but look at Brady. Brady has had great receivers. That's true. But even when he doesn't have a great receiver, he spreads around. When the when the Patriots won the Super Bowl again in when they beat the Rams 13-3, granted Brady was kind of carried the Super Bowl, but his touchdown every single touchdown pass went to Philip Dorsett. You would never see Aaron Rodgers throw a touchdown pass. He didn't throw one touchdown pass in a game though. That's the thing. But overall during what? the playoffs, wait, wait, you're gonna say Aaron Rodgers doesn't like trust. Other no, players? Think, yeah, Are you Aaron crazy? Does, I, I the, think, the, do we not? Oh, no, do we not remember no, when no. Aaron Rodgers throws it to Tanyan? Tanyan? Yeah. How about, he, no, how, about Gre- how about uh, how about Jeff Janis in 2000? Who the heck is Jeff, Jeff Janis? Like, like I'm about to say, like, wh- who else did we uh, that came on the Eagles too that just got signed that was on the Packers? Uh, 
The other Rogers, Ro- Richard, Richard Rogers, Rogers. Richard Rogers, Rogers. right? Yeah, but the, the, Richard Rogers, right? Let's like, every game. Alex, like, okay, but, but Aaron Rodgers has been good in the playoffs. There's no saying it, but there's no doubting it. But like against the Seahawks, for example, he Russell Wilson turned the ball five or six times over. I forget if it's five or six, uh-huh. and Aaron Rodgers put up. 20 points of 20 points. Which game was this? Wh- wh- in the NFC Championship game. And yes, his defense didn't bail him out. They, when they he lost? Failed the off- yes, they when, failed the oh, offside the kick. Oh, the Jermaine Curse? Yeah, they failed the offside kick, and there's definitely other factors. Right. But you can't score 20 points when your team is giving you six turnovers. That's hold on crazy. a minute, hold on a minute, hold on. That team was up by 12 points at least at the halftime mark. Yeah, I know. The defense is the one that blew the game for do you not remember Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Do you, but do you not remember that the Seahawks were called the Legion of Boom that year? That is the true. Seahawks sure. had defense the best was phenomenal. defense. But six turnovers, six. They had, and the, that's why they have a defense because they that's why they were called Legion of Boom because but when they when Russell Wilson Aaron was Rogers, able to the throw that game Brady, a turnover, Brady they freaking mind. would stop Brady them every time. Twenty eight points on the Legion of Boom with one turnover. Who Brady? Yo, I hate Brady stands. I'm not bro. a Brady fan. I actually hate Brady. I've, I, I love Brady. Brady. I, I love in fact, Brady. I usually argue. Rodgers over Brady in terms of pure talent passers. Oh, absolutely. But you can't deny that in the postseason. Oh, yeah. Rogers, Aaron Rodgers but again, struggles a little bit, but, but again, no, the difference. No, 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 no. But it's not like Aaron Rodgers is helping himself out all that much either, is my point. I No, I respectfully disagree with that because, again, <laughs> the, the, fact, the fact that Aaron Rodgers has been able to carry the, 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 the average teams. Average to a certain extent, teams to an NFC Championship appearance time and time again. The fact that this this Some Packers teams were team, average, but this, this team was not. This, this team, Packers team was not average. You can't call them average. O- they had offensively, two opposing offense, uh-huh. two opposing offense, a great offensive line. Granted, Bakhtiari wasn't in the game. There, tr- trust me, Alice. Alice's defense was incredible. Alice, their offensive line was not that strong. Their offensive line got banged up the entire year. Bakhtiari barely bar- barely played the game. Yeah, yet Bak- fill-ins coming time and time again. This offensive line was not as great as people say. And number two, the defense was great. The front seven was phenomenal. The secondary was very shaky, like always. The second Douglas was good. Russell Douglas having a good season. You right? can't rely on on Russell Jair Douglas being Alexander. he was injured. He was oh, injured was he actually, he most injured. of the season. You're right, you're Stokes right. was back and forth. Who wasn't a bad draft pick, but he was back and forth a lot th- throughout the season. A lot of the games that Green Bay lost, especially against Minnesota in Minneapolis, that game was was based off the secondary blowing coverage in the final two minutes. That's how they lost that game. For sure. And, I'm, and again, I'm not like saying this is an all Aaron Rodgers thing. I'm just it's not, saying it's not at all. I, see, that's where I disagree. I would give it. I'll give. I'll give. It's not at all. I would give. 50, mm, 30% on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what do you no. 10. I'm saying 10. I'm giving it a I'm saying at 10. Most, at most 5%. At most no, 5%. No. Because Aaron has carried every single team the past 10 years to either a playoff appearance, a NFC Championship appearance, and one game away from the Super Bowl. Good teams. Okay, now give him, give him a 10. Really. Give him, I'll say 10. What I'll say 10. 10. He had, look at his receivers. Jordy Nelson and Prime Randall Cobb. And then he trends. Well, no, first he had... um. What driver? Thank you, driver. Then he had Jordy Nelson and Prime Man. He didn't have a defense though. He didn't. He didn't have a defense. That's fair. And now, and okay, but now he has a defense to a certain extent, and still behind Devontae Adams, who's the number two consistently. I can't tell you. That's kind of sad that the defense is still to a second or to a certain extent, though, because the amount of draft capital in the first round that they've spent on the defense and their signings are outplaying their draft picks. Brett, 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 Brett. I feel like I had a whole novel about that. uh, Colin, Colin, uh, Coward. Ka- oh, I love Coward. I love Colin you know, Coward. Aren't you Skip? Um, no, me and him. Yeah, where he's Skip. I'm Skip. One of his biggest takes that he hates Aaron Rodgers, right? 
He also likes Tom Brady. He also likes, he and I love Tom Brady. You mean Thomas Edward Patrick Brady? But but also Skip loves Skip loves MJ, and then I'm a huge LeBron. Shannon loves LeBron. I love MJ. I love MJ. MJ's the go baby. We could have that conversation for a long time. You know what? I have good thoughts on that one. Carm, I do have a question regarding the Super Bowl though for you. Go ahead. How did you enjoy the halftime show? Ooh. Oh yes! Oh, oh yeah! Actually, I it, loved it. Hey, oh, that nice, was phenomenal. Nice question. Nice question. Because I know he didn't know a darn song on what I was performing. <laughs> no, I did. I what did. song did you know? I knew the Eminem song. Ah, of oh, course. Yeah. I knew of the course. Eminem song. What's he the name the of that Eminem song? Oh, I'm blanking <laughs> on it now. Oh no, I'm blanking you on gotta, the song. <laughs> oh, no. I'm blanking well, you got on at least know the name of it. You gotta, you know, yourself. I'm giving. Oh, that's right. Lose yourself. There you go. There we go. There you go. I'm giving you the second letter. Hey, no, no lie though. That was a. That was a lot. It was okay. 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 If it was, fifty cent thing was very confusing. Fifty cent. Why? Fifty cent. Wait, 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 wait. Everyone, hold on, hold on, hold on, Brett. Yeah, hold on, Brett. Do you know why Fifty Cent was hanging upside down? Yeah, why was he upside down? Oh man, I know, I know you don't, but I, I actually Brett. don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do any? Wait, wait. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you know Eddie? I actually don't. You can explain if you want. Okay. Well, I know it's just sad that they don't know. But no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Me and you know, but that. So the reason why 50 first of all I didn't know 50 cent was 50 I call, He wasn't advertised all, at all. Me me and 50 are you know pretty cool. I call him Uncle 50, you know, he's pretty family You to know? Me. Of course you yeah, do. Yeah, no yeah, way. 50 cent? Yeah, yeah, that's family. 50 50 I, now 50 cent I like. 50 cent I like. I'm a fan of 50 cent. That's um. I like him. So, I like him a so lot. So the reason why he was upside down if you guys when you guys we were done with this, do your homework. Look up the video in the club. In the club, that's the song he performed. In the music video, he started upside so down, down. Oh, really? And he but, was rapping uh, upside down, like is, with like what? He seemed to put on a couple. He put up a couple pounds. He definitely put on a couple pounds. Your uncle or anything, no, 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 no. That 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 boy is life. big. That boy is a little big. I saw on Twitter. I think it was we, Dick Butkus tweeted, so, tweeted something about how Fifty Cent has experienced inflation. Dick Butkus uses Twitter. Yes, yes. Wow, that's out of pocket. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, my older sister also said like you know he put on a couple pounds, but I mean he's. Oh, he's not doing rapping with them no more that much anymore. He's just yeah. worrying about. He's producing a lot of TV shows now. That's right. And got a couple. I like Fifty alcohol. Cent. I'm a fan of him. But yeah, him. that's why. So that's why he was upside down. If none of you knew why, he I was wish Kanye down. was there. I wish Kanye West. He was, was at okay. He was, was at the Antonio game. Brown. No, was but performing. Instagram. I wish he Yo. was performing. <laughs> yeah. I wish he was performing. <laughs> oh my God, Kanye has been hilarious lately. Oh no, my God. So oh Skeet. Oh my God. Yo, we're gonna talk Don't about that later. Don't Well, well, for the locks of the week his favorite uh my favorite song on the graduation album is played it's a phenomenal song great song uh, uh, Kanye yeah uh, I on mean, the, duh. That's on the, the only Kanye week. song we freaking play it's a great song no I, 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 I need to tell Chris I need to that's, tell Chris that's a phenomenal right. album no oh, I'm telling Chris album. we're having more hotkeys and I'm putting more music into this because we need, we need more music I like Drake this is why I'm Drake it's a good song no but see that was like three years ago we need to get up to the speed no we need to get up to the speed okay we need to get everything ready so Drake song than God's plan no <laughs> no. Yeah, see, like that's. No. Listen, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. We're gonna get some new. It's like, like the, like the, uh, the basketball promo we did. He didn't know what song, so that's so. I told him pushing P. Pushing P. Yeah, Who's yeah, pushing P? Y'all, yeah, y'all didn't know that. That was shout out, shout out to, shout out to the boss man, Chris. That's you right, know, the boss. Shout out the boss man, but you know, I had to give him. You know, I he, he asked say, me, he asked know, me Gunna. what. I thought you were about to say, you know, Gunna. I thought that's where that was going. Nah, I went to his concert though. He's love it, but he went to um. He went to a. Um, he asked me for the instrumental. He asked me for the instrumental, and I was like, Ah, push and pee. 
But we'll get back to more talk about music in the Super Bowl in a little bit. But when we come back, we've got Paul Mulcahy on the line to talk some Rutgers men's basketball. So stay with us on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Tuesday WRSU Crew on 88.7 WRSU-FM, New Brunswick. We're on the crew. WRSU-FM, New Brunswick, also online at WRSU.org. This is the Tuesday edition on 88.7 FM. I'm Alex Carbonati with Eddie Kalegi, Amir Lighty, Ellis Gordon, and Brett Hahn. Now we have joining us Rutgers basketball guard Paul Mulcahy. He's been on a roll thus far. Rutgers men's basketball taking down three straight top 20 teams in their last three contests. Paul is on the line, and he's with us as we speak. Paul, how are you, sir? Paul, can you hear us? Uh, I can hear you now. There you go, Paul. How are you? Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate the time for coming on the crew, the Tuesday edition. Overall, I mean, this team's been on fire right now. Three straight wins uh, against top 20 teams. Michigan State, Ohio State at home at Wisconsin uh, this past Saturday. How are you feeling? How is this team feeling right now that you've won three straight games against top Big Ten opponents and top 20 teams in the entire nation? Uh, yeah, first, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're in a pretty good uh, space right now. We've been practicing real hard. Um, we're definitely not content uh, with where we are, but um, I think we're, we're growing as a team uh, in the locker room and on the court, and uh, I think our best basketball is ahead of us. Paul, Eddie Kalegi here. Of course, you've had three straight ranked wins, two of those at home, but the last one on the road. And we know this team did struggle a bit early in the season on the road, but you guys have gotten things going away from Jersey Mike's Arena. So how have you guys been able to get some composure and get things working on the road leading up to that big win Saturday at Wisconsin? Uh, Yeah, I mean, um, we play in the best conference, and it's it's tough to win at home. It's tough to win on the road. Um, a lot of our losses on the on the road were, were close games, but uh, the ball just didn't bounce our way that day. Uh, but we're figuring it out. Um, we're focusing on competing uh, every possession, which has been big for us. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we want to we want to build on this Wisconsin win and, and keep it going. Hey, Paul, Brett, Brett Hahn here. Um, going along with what my other uh, colleagues are saying right now, you guys have been rolling. I mean, defeating ranked opponents is no easy task, especially on the road. And I feel like a large part of the success has been your shooting and the consistency of the three-point ball. So I wanted to ask you, how big of a factor is that going to be against the number 12 Illinois squad? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're moving the ball real well right now. Uh, we're playing together. Uh, we're not we're not settling for ISO stuff. We're moving the ball. We're playing in rhythm. We're getting uh, good rhythm shots, which I think is it's helping our percentages a little bit. Um, Illinois is a very good team. Uh, they play hard. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we're just going to have to compete tomorrow and, and live with the results. Hi, it's Ellis Gordon on the line. Um, I just wanted to talk about the halfway point of the Northwestern game where the team looked a little lost, and then you guys came out of that half, and all you and, of course, all your teammates went really off. Even though you weren't able to win that game, you carried the momentum over. What kind of changed in that half in that halftime? Because ever since then, you guys looked like a different team. Yeah, um, we started off real slow. Um, we weren't sticking to our principles. I think in at halftime, we challenged ourselves. Um, we challenge each other uh, just to, to be who we are. Uh, again, focus on competing. Don't focus on the scoreboard. Um, 
And, I mean, defensively, we made some big stops, both starts defensively, and then offensively, uh, we found what was working and we stuck to it. Um, I mean, we didn't pull it out, which, which hurts, but uh, I think it, it might have sparked something uh, for the team. What's up, Paul? It's Amir Lighty here. So I just wanted to, you know, know what's going on, you know, thinking about these future games. Do you guys, are you guys thinking about March Madness? Are you guys trying to take it game to game? Or, you know, you're thinking about the Big Ten tournament? So, you know, what's going on, you know, leading forward to these next hard, hard games? Yeah, I mean, personally, I just, I just take it one, one day at a time, uh, one second at a time. Um, I, all I know is we play Illinois tomorrow um i don't know our schedule after that i'm not focused on that i don't think the team is really uh we're trying to be in the moment as much as possible not get caught up in, in past stuff or, or future stuff because none of it really matters um which is why i think when we focus on competing uh rather than you know uh the scoreboard it helps us a lot to be in the moment Absolutely, Paul. Alex Carbonati back here with you. I mean, again, you've been on fire the past few games, and the main reason why this team has turned things around is with your offensive play. There's been questions about, you know, your offensive play, your, you know, your your confidence to a certain extent earlier on, earlier on in the season. That's transformed, and and when we go back to November and transition to now, Paul, you're a whole different player. How is the, how has your confidence grown during that? And again, for a team that is relying on other offensive heavy scorers besides Ron Harper and Geo Baker, how have you become that top three type of scorer in the way you are now? How has your confidence played into that also? Um. Yeah. Personally, I think a lot of people um, don't don't really see what happens like on a court. Uh, I think the last couple of years um, I bought into a role um, to help the team win. And then this year I'm still buying into a role to help the team win. It's just a little bit different. Um, I'm still playing just as hard. Uh, I was dealing with a lot of stuff in the beginning of the year um, that I'm not dealing with right now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm playing just as hard. The ball's just in my hands more now, uh, which is nice. It's kind of how my game works. So, yeah. Paul, last question here. Of course, tomorrow, big game against Illinois. You guys looking for that uh, fourth straight win against a ranked opponent. Uh, how are you feeling heading into that game? And also, I mean, I want to ask about the student section has been so huge at Jersey Mike's Arena for you guys. It's going to be the blackout game as well. It's going to be packed, and the student section has helped to really push you guys over these last few games against some tough Big Ten opponents at home. So how have you guys been able to, you know, sort of thrive off of the momentum and having that crowd on your side, and how are you feeling heading into tomorrow's game against Illinois? Yeah, as a program, I think we're, we're really locked in. Um, we've had some really good practices and preparation. Um, and then with the with the crowd, I mean, the student section has been awesome this year. Um, I'm really pumped to see what it's going to be tomorrow. They it really gives us like a a plus plus six plus eight advantage. I feel like offensively and defensively, um, they do a great job, and we're going to need it tomorrow. Um, so I'm pumped for that.
Rutgers men's basketball guard Paul Mulcahy joining us here on The Crew, the Tuesday edition of WRSU Crew on WRSU FM New Brunswick. Rutgers men's basketball have have won three straight games against top 20 teams, top three teams in the Big Ten as well, and they get set for their next matchup, which is tomorrow at Jersey Mike's Arena against the Illinois Fighting Illini. Rutgers looking to win this game for a fourth straight ranked match win against the Fighting Illini as they look to get back to the March Madness tournament for the second consecutive year. Paul Mulcahy joining, joining us for a few minutes Paul, we thank you very much for your time. We wish you all the best tomorrow against the Finding Illini and all the best going the rest of the season. Appreciate you guys. You got it, Paul. Thanks so much again. Paul Mulcahy joining us on the Tuesday edition of The Crew. Rutgers men's basketball on a roll right now. Three straight wins against Michigan State, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. Two at home, one on the road. All three teams are ranked in, in the top 20 of the uh, the country, as well as two of those games being at home, one on the road. Wisconsin was 14 then, Ohio State was 16 then, and Michigan State was 13 then against those three teams. Rutgers having a really good stretch thus far, and they look to continue it to push out the rest of the regular season. They look to get a decent seeding in the Big Ten tournament and also make a run back at the March Madness tournament for a second consecutive year. But again, that was Paul Mulcahy, who's been an offensive bright spark thus far for the Skull Knights in the past few games. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll do our locks of the week, and then we'll talk some more here on, on the Tuesday edition of the WRSU Crew, only on 88.7 FM and online at WRSU.org. Oh, it's... Welcome back to the WRSU crew, finishing up the first hour on a Tuesday. Once again, one more thank you to Paul Mulcahy, who joined us on our last segment. A reminder that the WRSU crew is always available on Spotify, so if you missed that interview, you can go back and check it out on our WRSU crew Spotify page, as well as all of our other WRSU episodes. Eddie Kalegi here with Ellis Gordon, Brett Hahn, Amir Lighty, Alex Carminati, and it's time for Locks of the Week, and I'm particularly happy because for the first time since August. I got a lock correct last week. Uh, I bet that the it was the Sixers Suns game. I didn't like the line, and I was correct. And I'm looking at another Sixers game with a stingy line. And you know what? I picked well in a Sixers game last week. I think I'm going to do it again. The Celtics have been playing really well. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum working very well together. Uh, Boston bringing back in Daniel Tice, um, trading away some of the other guys that weren't getting much playing time. Overall, some net positives at the deadline for the Celtics. But they are minus two, so they're favored by two points on the road at Wells Fargo Center. Now, I know the Sixers do not have James Harden yet. They don't have Seth Curry. They don't have Andre Drummond. Obviously, they went to Brooklyn. But I don't know. I I like the Sixers at home. I think it's too difficult to pick against them at home. So I think they're going to cover that two point spread. I don't really know if they're going to win straight out. I I I I don't want to. I'm not going to lock myself. I'm not going to bind myself too much. But I think they're just certainly going to cover that. Um, we've seen this team be depleted at times this season. And when you have Joel Embiid out there, there are very few people who can stop him. We saw what he did Friday night, where he dunked over an All Star and Jared Allen, and one of the best dunks we've seen all season. Um, there's nobody really that on the Celtics' defense that's really going to impose much of a threat to Embiid. So as long as Joel Embiid can get going and Tobias Harris provides some supplementary offense, I think the Sixers are going to be fine. So I'd take that. Sixers two-point underdogs, they'll cover here. I'll go to Ellis first. Your lock. All right. I, um, 
I think I'm six and seven now because of Wednesday crew, and I locked last. Sky time. Ellis, bro, I'm six for seven. Yeah, we get it. I'm good. Are you so, actually putting so money down? On, Are you actually putting money no, down? I don't no, because bet. you're scared. Hey, no, he might bet. he might not be putting money betting. down, but he's winning. You're putting money down and you're losing money. That's your problem. Whoa, whoa! I, I, I got plenty of out. money in the bank, so I don't need a. Oh my bad, big guy. My bad. I see. I see where he's going. Um, anyway, that's not the point. Can't put the any Ellis bucks on the line. The point is, yeah, don't put any Ellis bucks on the line. Before you go quickly, my brother just texted me, who's, who's a diehard Celtic fan. Sixers are not winning tonight. If Well, if you're still listening, you're dead wrong. Sixers are going to kick the Celtics' right. butt tonight. I wait, just want to put that out wait. quickly. Who's who's hurt for the Sixers right now? Is Embiid out? No, he's playing. Isn't he's he? not. playing. Yeah, he's playing. Hard, hard, hard. Harden's not playing tonight. Celtics have just won like 15 out of 18. And I mean, since Seth Curry and Drummond are gone, I guess that's what's hurting the Sixers. And Watch out for Maxi. Yeah. Maxi off the bench. That's, why, that's why That's why the uh, Watch out. the Sixers are underdogs? I don't really get it. Boston's been playing really well lately. They have. But Boston they're, are some bums. They I've are been on the bums. Couple times, they're I agree. Bums. They're Go bums. Ahead, Alice, but sorry. Alice, go ahead. Your luck. All right. So, Missed the six I, or seven over here. I don't know here. if I said this now on Tuesday or Wednesday, but I can't remember now. But I said that when... My friend goes to the game that I won't, won't name her, but when she goes to the game, so it's Rockers Wednesday, I believe. Wednesday, Wednesday. Rockers is four and zero when they play teams. They play. They beat Nebraska. They beat Purdue. They beat um, Ohio State. And why am I blanking on the fourth one? I'm blanking on the fourth one. Oh, Michigan State, of course, right? And I had them. I'm had Rockers beating Ohio State. That was my lock, and they hit it with confidence. And you know, I'm not a super superstitious man, but. I am, I guess I, I am a little stitious, as they say. Um, so Michael Scott, <laughs> thanks. Um, but it is Rutgers, no doubt, is going to be have trouble with guarding Kofi Coburn, and they really struggled against Illinois earlier in the season. But as we just discussed with Paul Mulcahy, this is not the same Rutgers team early in the season, and this is at home. It's a blackout. Joe Baker's being honored, one thousand five hundred points, sellout. I don't think I've ever seen like the crowd, like the air around Rutgers campus, being so hyped up for a basketball game. In a long time, well, of course we had the last year season, but that was no, it was not at home because there's no fans in the stadium. Right. I think the crowd is going to be rocking. If Rutgers can get out to an early good start and have the crowd behind their back and make it close, I don't see Rutgers losing a close game. I mean, we saw what happened against Ohio State where the, it was so loud, Ohio State did not even hear the shot clock go off. Right, they were right. Dribbling two seconds after the shot clock went off, I think it's going to be the. That atmosphere, but even better, in a blackout, I think Rutgers keeps it close throughout. Maybe they trail by three, entering three minutes in, and then clutch mode goes off. Geo Baker or Ron Harper, one of them, takes over. Or, or, the crowd by their side, and right. they win. Or Paul Mulcahy. Or, or Paul, Paul Mulcahy. Or Paul so Mulcahy. you're saying that Rutgers upsets the fighting Atlanta tomorrow night at Jersey Mike's Arena. No, we'll say they cover the four and a half. They cover. Spread. Okay. But I still think they upset. Okay, that's fair. But I'm going to bet on they cover. Actually bet? Actually take no, some dollars and no, actually bet no, on it? No, I don't sports gamble. It's fair. You know what? And, I mean, this team is going so well right now. Geo Baker, Big Ten Co-Player of the Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got AP votes for the first time this season in the top great. 25. Wow. So, I mean, and they're getting back on Joe Lenardi, Andy Katz, their radars for brackets. So, uh-huh. I mean, things are going really well for Rutgers. Uh, Brett, how about you? What you going with with your lock? So, we have to keep the perfect streak alive, right? I mean, it, 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 it's only right. So... I've been doing money line bets, and you know, I've been taking taking some scrutiny from around here, being like, "Oh, they're too easy," you know. <laughs> and, and it's true, you know, money lines are probably like you know the easiest. It's fifty fifty. There's nothing wrong with money lines. I don't but, even like spreads. I want you to know that I hate spreads. I oh, I don't care if it is minus eight hundred. I'm taking money line. That's fair. That's true. That's true. But 
I'm going to go with, you know, it's Mavericks Heat tonight. And, you know, I was looking at player combos. And Jalen Brunson for points and assists is 21 and a half. I'm going to go with the over there. Because I feel like he could hit 20 points, and then all he needs is like two assists, mm. which he can easily get. Because I think he's averaging around five on the season right. per game. So I, I'm going to go with over 21 and a half points and assists. Jalen Brunson tonight against the Heat. Dallas is looking for scores outside of Luka Doncic. So I mean, it, it, it is definitely possible. And Brunson's been good as a secondary scorer all year. So there were a lot of rumors about him going at the deadline, and it never ended up happening. But uh, yeah, so let's send it over to Skip and Shannon over all there. All right, uh, Shannon, you go first. All right, go ahead, Amir. Mm. No, Skip got to go first. I'm actually making bets right now. Oh, oh so. see? And <laughs> now, okay, okay. so I, as we speak, he's making another Colts bet where he's going to lose more money two hours before a game. The the team's going to be up by 19 points or whatever and then blow the game. Again, if you go with the team who's favored, you're going to be fine, pal. You should have never picked the Colts back then. You should have picked the Ravens, and you would have won a whole bunch of money. No, That's why you're still eating I at wouldn't McDonald's have gotten, a fancy restaurant. I wouldn't have gotten more money than the Colts. The Colts got me to like 1.5, 1.3K to win. If I did Ravens, it was like 300 or something. It was like not even good. So still would have had a great point. And the Colts, and I had, and I believe in Carson Wentz. So I wanted to take the Colts that day because mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Uh, 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 you're wrong yes, on that sir. one. You're wrong no, on that I'm one. Not. Yes, you no, are, I'm Shannon. Not. I'm not, Skip. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Shannon. I'm not. As a quarterback wise, Lamar Jackson, as like I said, I love him. He's one of the best, but he's, he courts Carson Wentz. Lamar Jackson's got a much better system to work a, with. He's got a much better system to work with than he the does. Colts. He does indeed. Anyway, the point is this. You don't make bets like Amir where you choose the Colts over the Ravens two hours b- before the game takes place. Somehow they're up, and then they blow the game. Don't do that. Anyway, here's my lock. Memphis, New Orleans, games in Louisiana. Spread uh, The spread's five and a half. Looks like in favor of Memphis. The money line is a minus 195 for Memphis, a plus 180 for New Orleans. I'm going with the money line. Brett, you met, you're right. It's the easiest of the three. Go with the money line. I'm saying Memphis covers. They're they're going to be phenomenal. They're going to kill New Orleans tonight. Although the Pelicans are on the rise. They're a team that just got C.J. McCollum. They're a team that is all of a sudden in playoff contention to a certain extent now, playing mainly than than the first six seeds. But uh, I think Memphis wins. They beat New Orleans, and I think the Grizzlies will have another great showing with John Morant, Jared Jackson, Dylan Brooks, and the rest of the gang. And... You know, I don't want to get into a whole Zion Williamson right thing right now, but so I, it, it's it's ice in the wound when you're the Pelicans and John Morant comes in, and if he goes off, I mean, I don't know, it, it's just painful. Who if, you could have drafted instead? Yeah, right, I, I mean, know. I mean, I know the situation. Zion Williamson was so hyped up out of college. Oh, of course. You weren't going to pick against him, but it, it's, it still hurts. It still hurts, I think, if you're a Pelican. Well, 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 what hurts even more is that you've had coach after coach try to work with the guy, and still they, they, they can't fix him into the situation. They can't actually put him in. He can't actually, A, stay healthily consistent, uh, you know, healthy consistent. That, that's not even a word. Consistently healthy. And B, again, you, you you haven't been able to mold them into a system with an actual type of, you know, with with one coach. He's had like three different coaches in three years. The fact that Stan Van Gundy couldn't fix the problem says a lot right there. Says a lot. Yeah. Uh, Stan Van Gundy's a very solid coach. He is. I mean, he, and they fired him after one season. Which I did not understand. Which was surprising. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I mean, the, with what he did in Orlando and then with Detroit, which was not a good team at that time. Uh-huh. I mean, he is... He's a very good coach, and you hear yes. him too. I mean, when he's an analyst, uh, oh, absolutely, he's, he's a great analyst he as is. well. Now, Amir, if you've been 
making all these bets on your phone while we've been doing our lock. Certainly one of them has to be your lock of the week. So are you ready to give us your lock? Man, I don't even know. Come on, Shannon. I'm getting, what do you I'm, got for us? I got my, you know, me and my cousin are big sports bettors, and he he does the sports betting thing. Like, he's very good at it, so he always He sends wins, me you his, lose? He sends me his locks. Yeah, he wins, I lose. So I'm trying to take his things, and he, he's won a couple, like, you know, 40 to win 2,000. He won a couple, and he's very smart with his bets, so... Trying to tail his things right now. Trying to, like, look. He sent me 10 screenshots, so I'm trying to see what I like. But, um, you know, right now, you know, I, I'm going to, you know, just because I'm taking this, if you want to do a quick lock and I'm going to do a player performance like Ellis likes to do, if you want to take, you know, a little player performance, uh, on, if you can on FanDuel, I'm doing Chris Paul double-double and the Suns to win. Because mm. that man has been... Disgusting. No, with he's incredible. Assist. He's incredible. His pass assist has been 15, 16, 11, 12, 11, 10. Wow. What? What? No, no, he's been incredible. So I, I, I think I'm going to tail that today. If you want to do a little parlay with that, I'm doing that. Do a quick little three team. You know, you don't want to, you know, don't get your risk, risk your money too much. But um, if you want to do something, uh, do that. You got the Lightning bringing coming to uh, New Jersey to play the Devils. I am a Devils fan, but I already know there's the Lightning's gonna beat the the Devils. Indeed, like, sir. It's probably gonna happen. Vasi is the best goalie in the world. Um, you know, other than that, I yeah, I got the I got the Lightning with that, and then uh, uh, one more game, one more game, one more game. Another player performance: Darius Garland over nineteen and a half points. Darius Garland. Darius Garland. One of two all-stars now for Cleveland. I mean, that team's turning things around. But you mentioned Chris Paul. I mean, uh, I mean, I know you're an Oklahoma City fan, and you were prob- definitely I'm remember sick. that. Trust that- me, I, I wanted him to stay. I wanted him to stay so bad. The fact that that team made it top five in the West when they were I'm already in a rebuild. You, Chris Paul makes your team better, and mm-hmm. Shea was already lights out. He showing why he was. We traded for him because I was like, why are we trying? I was so mad at that trade at first. Like, yo, we just traded Chris uh, Paul George after his like MVP season. I was like, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. But I honestly now I'm so happy we have Shea. So happy because I love him. I have his jersey and everything. But um, yeah. Chris Paul and Shea was just amazing. Dort came into the league, lights out defender. We still had Steven Adams. Like, that was yeah. a decent team. Mm-hmm. You know, sadly, we did have to play the Rockets. So, Russell Westbrook and James Harden was a pretty hard uh, matchup. But right. at the time, you know, both are in the prime. So, you know, it's pretty hard. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy. I'm I'm sad that we lost Chris Paul. But do you forgive Kevin Durant or no? Heck no. <laughs> heck no. Chris, Kevin Durant will always be in my, you know, well, always bad list, bad list, <laughs> bad list, and you know he, he. We don't, Katie. I respect you as a player, and I love, you, I like you as a guy. But the reason, the way you did my OKC, I can't. I just sorry. I just can't. and think about it. The fact that a great player like that had to go to a super team to win his championships, and that he can't win it on his own, right, tells the story enough, right there, yeah. right. Just saying. I just, just saying. Mm-hmm. I just want you guys to know that. Just saying, but. Whatever, KD, whatever. You just had to blow a 3-1 series lead versus the Warriors where we probably would have won the freaking league that year, but whatever. You would have been LeBron. You would have been LeBron that year. Yeah, I think we would have been LeBron. In six games, I would have thought. But six games. I'll say seven. Yeah. I'll say we probably would have seven. Maybe six. I don't know how good that team was. I mean, they just fell apart, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. That was I mean, a good team, though. Nick Collison. Yeah, you know, they were a really KD, good team. Russ, 
That Steven was, Adams Steven was Adams really playing was really well. In there. Well, the Dray- Draymond gave him a really dirty shot in that series. Yeah, that was bad. Draymond will always. <laughs> that was be, really bad. Draymond will always be in. I'm ready to fight him anytime. <laughs> no, I know. I'm oh not a fan gosh, of him either. I'm not a fan of him either. Never not a fan failed. of Draymond either. Why well, not? He's arrogant. He's oh, arrogant. On. He's got a horrible attitude. I disagree. What, Big how, mouth. How Big how mouth. He's a horrible attitude. He like. He's one of those players that leaves it all like like he also talks a lot, but he leaves it all on the floor as well. He so, talks a lot at the same but time, like, but it's not like he doesn't justify his talking. It's not like he plays trash and that's he's, fair. He's like he he talks a lot, and if you don't like him for that, fair enough. But he's not one of those players that like talk a lot and then don't back up what they say. He's a I don't player. care. He's a horrible personality for the league. I don't care. He's I a horrible like personality. For not the league. at all. That's why I think he is. That's why they literally signed him to an NBA. Uh, what he's on? He's the first. He's on player TNT. Right now that's on TNT. Yeah. So, well, well. I'm, Honestly, I mean, he's got the same attitude as a lot of like. Honestly, I mean, Charles, Barkley Char- Char- exactly. Charles Barkley's <laughs> a freaking that. analyst. So he come fits on, that Charles Barkley. Mood. Charles Barkley's not he's the hilarious. most intelligent analyst there. For come sure. on, he's, not, he's hilarious. <laughs> All right, okay, so okay, so Draymond Prince in in in, in some comedic relief, like uh, like uh, comedic. Tra- <laughs> comedy. I don't know. This is some scientific stuff I'm coming trying, from I'm, Studio I'm, Kinetic I'm, Energy. Comedy. I don't know. I'm lo- I'm losing it right now. I'm still. I don't know. I'm still mad about this guy over here with Shannon. What we're gonna fight about an hour two? Well, I'm ready two, to go. We, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm so get, ready to go. We oh, got a lot go, to get to an hour oh, two. I, I want to talk a little more Super Bowl. We'll probably get back to the music from hour one, and I want to talk about this Nets Sixers trade too because I know that oh, could get interesting. So yes. that was yeah, that was just yes. annoying trade. It was great. It was phenomenal. We'll save that for after the break, but that's it for hour one hour two coming up on the other side of this break eddie kalegi with ellis gordon brett hahn almir lighty and alexander carminati you are listening to the wrsu crew on 88.7 wrsu fm new brunswick